airing the Addisons. Let me say this, as followers of the Lord Jesus Christ, we've got to be careful and make sure that in everything, man, we are trying to get as close to what the word says as possible. And we got to understand that with that type of wickedness, man, you know, God does not wink at that. That's judgment. Promoting truth, wisdom, and empowerment. And you don't have shades of truth. You have truth or you have error. You have fact or you have fiction. And now we go into the thick of it. Uh oh. Uh oh. Erin Addison's. On American Family Radio, thanks so much for listening. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. And welcome to your Fridays, the Friday edition of Airing the Addisons, where we try to do a little bit of a lighter show, help you get into your weekend. Mm -hmm. Um, We had hoped that we would have JD on with us today, but it doesn't seem like that's going to work for today. Um, But we'll have him on soon just because it's an encouragement for us, Mm -hmm. hopefully as much as it's an encouragement for you, Um, just to to get a kid's perspective every now and then. um, I don't know. I just think it kind of it lightens the day, don't you think? I mean, just to hear from them and um, and to be encouraged. So. That was the plan. It didn't happen. Um, But now what we'll do is kind of turn our attention uh, to other encouraging news. So we want to start off with a story that kind of picks up where we left off yesterday. Mm -hmm. What is it that the body of Christ is doing? How are we responding in this moment? It's no secret. Um, We're not going to be afraid to mention that there is a pandemic, (laughs) um, that people are quarantined, that our lives are different. Those are facts, right? We're going to deal in the facts. We're going to talk about the the reality. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so we're going to acknowledge that, but at the same time, we are going to acknowledge the reality that we serve the true and living God Amen. and uh, we know him and we're in relationship with him. And so we're not going to shrink back from that reality. Um, what we want to invite you to do is right off the bat, be a part of this show today. Uh, one of the things that we were going to have uh, JD do was just share some of his uh, encouraging thoughts during this time and just kind of have a conversation around that And so what we will do instead of that is that we will invite you to share your encouraging thoughts. So here is the question for today, and you can be a part of this program in a huge way. We've done uh, something similar before, but um, today the question is, how are you as a believer, how are you managing um, these days? How are you managing the time that you have during these days where life is just a little bit different for most, if not all of us? Uh, How are you managing these days? What is your family doing? So this is an opportunity for you to talk about what God has led your family to do. Are you reading through a particular book together as a family? Are you studying? Are you volunteering? Are you playing together? What are you guys doing as a family that would be an encouragement, a blessing, or even a challenge to other believers to hear? We really want to hear that from you today. Mm -hmm. Um, And then additionally, Uh, what tips do you have for our listeners? What tips do you have for other listeners to help get through this time? If there's something that you have uh, happened upon that you're reading and that has been an encouragement to you, maybe in addition to the scriptures, then you can share that as much as we can, though we want to stick to the Bible. So as much as we can, (laughs) we, I I feel like, and the reason I say that, the reason I say that, um, uh, the the reason I say that is because I want to make sure that, um, you know, we can trust it. (laughs) And I know, I know, I know that makes people, you know, I just, I know that we can 100% trust the reliability of the scriptures. So when we start there, um, we don't need to be concerned that, you know, 
maybe this is an author that's gone off the rails or maybe it's something right. that's not supported in scripture right. and just there's right. so much that goes into that right so if we can start with what you're reading in scripture either you yourself or you and your family then i think that's just safer yeah. and um and so we want you to, to to be thinking about that you can think about that and while you're thinking about that but first let me let me just turn to you will the great before yeah. i go to this next story Anything burning, burning on your heart, anything that um, the Lord is stirring in you that you wanted to mention? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think I said this before. It's just a matter of not wasting this time, you know, using this time and asking the Lord how to best use use this time that you have. You know, if you're not going anywhere, you're in inside at home, how best to use the time that, that, that you have. And I, and I think that. Um, the Lord, I, well, I know that the Lord will answer those prayers, answer that request, Amen. give you wisdom on how to do so, you know, because uh, I think one of the things that could happen is, you know, uh, we're, we're going through this right now and there will be light at the end of the tunnel. There will be there will be an end to this, but that we won't look back and say, oh, man, I could have done this during that time. I could have really, you know, uh, spent this time with my family. I could we could have really done have done this Bible study, whatever it is, you know, a prayer, mm -hmm. prayed, you know, more, whatever, you know, and it would be just a time wasted because, you know, just like, hey, it's just free time. Yeah, and absolutely. Think, you know, to use that strategically and even find ways, you know, um, if you can to, to help others during this time, yeah. you know, that's because, uh, you know, we, we know that for others, it may be harder for, for than what it is for you, you know, mm -hmm. and you may be able to, um, uh, giving outstretched hand for that. So just that's that's some of the things that've been on my mind. It's so sweet. It's so sweet. Like it's just it's it's one of those things that we just overlook. Just moments before uh, going on air, I got a text message from our dear sister who was like, "Hey, I'm at the grocery store. What do you guys need? What can I get for you yeah. at the grocery store?" I mean, it's yeah. these are things that you know you may think that they are small, right. but they're jam packed with thought and sentiment. Right. They are jam-packed with thought and sentiment, That's right. and they become a challenge for us. And in the body of Christ, this is the way that we've got to think. Uh, so let me do this. I want to do two things. One, I want to look at a story from Kirk Cameron mm -hmm. that um, I found on the Christian Post that I, I just thought, this is great. This More of this, more of these types of responses is mm -hmm. what we need mm -hmm. um, in the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. And then also, I want to encourage our listeners in the Word of God, and then we will open the phone lines. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll give you the number. Mm -hmm. So we can start getting people queued up yeah. and uh, then we'll be ready to go. So if you want to be a part of um, Aaron the Addison's today, if you want to encourage other believers with what the Lord has encouraged you with and what your family is doing, some practical tips for um, keeping your kids occupied. Maybe you guys are reading through a book of the Bible together. Tell me what insights you're getting from that with your family. Um, this is the opportunity for us to mutually encourage one another, right? This is this is a great opportunity, and I hope that we won't squander that time. Uh, so here's the number, 888-589-8840, 888-589-8840. And our brother Jeff is over in Studio CC, and he will get your calls queued up. As he's doing that, here's some great information from Kirk Cameron he has launched via Instagram a prayer initiative called 30 Days Faith Strong. Mm. 30 Days Faith Strong to help believers refocus their thoughts on God while the nation is in quarantine due to the coronavirus pandemic. He took to Instagram and invited believers to, quote, join me in prayer to strengthen your faith and send fear running wow. as we appeal to Amen. heaven together with intensity Amen. and intentionality for the next 30 days. Oh, he posted a video on Instagram, so encouraging, yes. um, where he said that faith 
Um, we as believers have faith in a God who loves us, faith mm. in a God who will guide and direct us and faith in a God who will restore us, knowing that he will guide us and shape us and refocus us through this. And this is exactly where we need to have our focus. Right. Amen. This Amen. is exactly how we need to recalibrate. Um, he went on to say in this Instagram video, quote, uh, he'll reformat our society. He will transform our hearts. That's what we want. Yeah. And say that, <laughs> po- say that part again. He will, trans- he will transform he, our hearts. Yeah, he said he'll reformat, reformat our society. He'll uh-huh. transform our hearts and minds through this mm-hmm. if we allow him to do that. And then he echoed, Amen. that's what we want. And yeah. he said, that's what yeah. I want. Amen. want God to reformat my thinking during this time. Um, so that we can think with intense and intentional prayer, mm. uh, do operate through intense and intentional prayer, rather. And um, anyway, so he's asking believers to join together for 30 days in prayer. And man, what a wonderful invitation. I mean, yeah. there's so many different invitations that we get, um, but this is a great one. Finally, let me do this before we go to the phone lines. I want to encourage our believers um, who are listening, because I think sometimes when we talk about not having fear, we think that it means pretending to not be afraid. Mm. And that is not what that means, believers. If I could just kind of slow down just for a moment here. I know I kind of took out of the gate running. But (laughs) if we could, (laughs) we are not pretending that that we're not afraid. Mm -hmm. When we are afraid, we take that fear to the Lord. Some people think that um, taking our fear to the Lord is saying that we don't have any, right? But the reality is, is there's nothing to take to the Lord. If you're not afraid, then, okay, you don't, I'm coming to your Lord because I'm not afraid. Well, if you are afraid, you can still come to the Lord, right? You don't have to pretend that you're better or that you're stronger than you are. Wherever your weaknesses are, you can admit that. You can confess that to the Lord. And I want to give you an example that we discussed with our kids uh, maybe a couple days ago. And this is one of those things that, um, sometimes we can overlook in our reading of the scriptures, mm-hmm. but when we slow down and study the scriptures, there are all kinds of things that we can mine out of the word of God. And, yeah. and I think the Lord intends for us to mine those things out of the word of God. So as you know, we've been studying through the book of Acts mm-hmm. and um, we were reading in Acts chapter 18 and in Acts chapter 18, verse nine, the Bible uh, tells us that, The Apostle Paul is in Corinth, and we did sort of a a dive into what Corinth was like at the time that Paul was there. Not a nice place to be. Not at all. (laughs) Man. Not a nice place to be at all. It was sort of like the epicenter of sensuality. I mean, you know, but (laughs) Paul was there, and (laughs) Lord bless him. Uh, He was there for a year and a half and Mm. uh, just toiling on behalf of the gospel really. And the Lord, while Paul is in Corinth in Acts chapter 18, the Lord Jesus appears to Paul in a vision. And this is what the Lord says to him. um, And it's chronicled in the scriptures, Acts chapter 18, verse nine, the Bible says, and the Lord said to Paul one night in a vision, do not be afraid, but go on speaking and do not be silent Mm. for I am with you and no one will attack you to harm you. For I have many in this city who are my people. And as we were reading that, one of the questions that J.D. had, which, you know, he often is the one who's making observations right. kind of right on the spot, was why did Jesus need to tell Paul that? Why did the Lord need to tell him that? And um, we happen to read from ESV, but will you read from the NASB, which mm-hmm. is the closest 
translation in English that we have to the original Greek. Um, and I mentioned that because in your particular translation of the Bible, it said, do not go on fearing any longer. Right. It added, yeah, it was any longer. That's right. Do not, do not fear any longer. And so what we take from that is that in the midst of everything that the Apostle Paul was suffering, that there was fear surrounding the types of things that he was enduring. Yeah. And the Bible doesn't neglect to tell us that so that we don't have this idea or this vision of the Apostle Paul as some super apostle who doesn't feel, Mm -hmm. who doesn't have emotions, right? Who doesn't have any sentiment that he's just beaten and stoned and whipped and, oh, it's I'm just doing it. I'm just going. No, we are our bodies. Our default is to protect ourselves. Mm -hmm. This is why we recoil from pain or from, you know, anything that's extremely hot. We want to protect ourselves, right? It's the the person who, by God's grace, is able to overcome their natural inclination to run into a fire when our instincts are to run away from the fire. Right. Mm -hmm. This is why these people were like commending them. Yeah. But here was something else that when we cross reference, looking at this scripture, the Apostle Paul actually wrote in his second letter to the Corinthians. He listed the types of things that he had suffered for the gospel. And when you keep that in perspective, you think, so it's the reality that fear is there. I don't want to hurt. I don't want to be in pain, but I'm willing to suffer all of that for the name of Jesus Christ. I'm willing to suffer all of that. And what is it that Paul suffered? Well, the Bible lets us know. In fact, Paul lets us know in the second letter that he wrote to the Corinthians, and we'll come to rest here. But in 2 Corinthians chapter 11, excuse me, verse 24, This is what the Apostle Paul writes. Five times I've received at the hands of the Jews the 40 lashes less one. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked. A night and a day I was adrift at sea. On frequent journeys in danger from rivers. Danger from robbers. Danger from my own people. Danger from Gentiles. Danger in the city. Danger in the wilderness. Danger at sea. Danger from false brothers in toil and hardships through many a sleepless night in hunger and thirst, often without food, in cold and exposure. In verse 28, and apart from other things, there is the daily pressure on me of my anxiety for all the churches who is weak and I am not weak, who is made to fall and I am not indignant. The fear factor was real. But so was the comfort. We got to grab this break. We'll come back to the phone lines. Aaron the Addisons, stay close. Hear ye, hear ye. It's a flood warning. It's easy to mock. If you've never seen it pouring, they like. We've never seen rain before. They hear you come saying God sent us gonna pour. So we choose our way and reject salvation, though it's priceless. The same reason was stone a prophet, but you saw a psychic. So please remember, we know it was the butt of the joke. But when the flood came, those who left was chasing his boat. But it was too late. Welcome back to Aaron the Addison's on American Family Radio. Uh, it's the Friday edition. We do a little bit of a lighter show. Yeah. Um, try to take more of your calls on Friday. We call it our gumbo show, which means everything goes into the pot. Um, we're calling for very specific ingredients today, though. And um, I kind of listed those before we went to the break. I'll do that in just a second. But first, let me say I'm Miki. And I'm Will, and it's Gabriel Parker with Mocking Word. And Jeff is over in Studio CC, and we appreciate our brother getting your calls on 888-589-8840. 
888-589-8840. Today, everyone's Creole and a little bit Cajun because y'all <laughs> you're, y'all are going to be a part of the gumbo. But here's That's what good. we want to know. We want to know how believers are managing their time mm. these days. Uh, what's your family doing specifically? What are you studying in the scriptures? Yeah. And then what family tips do you have um, to help us all get through this new life that uh, we all have kind of been living, at least in the short term? Um, as, of course, we all hope to get back to normalcy. Um, I saw one meme that I thought um, was kind of insightful, and many of the memes are insightful. Who am I kidding? Many of them are a waste of time <laughs> to read, but they do make us laugh, don't they? Yeah. But this one said, you know, as you're, and I'm paraphrasing here, as you're thinking about getting back to normal, you have to really examine what are the normal things that you want to get back to on the other side of this. And so mm. um, I think that's worth thinking about. Yeah, you know, what are the things that in this time we've been forced to shave off that yeah. are just better left shaved off? Just yeah. leave it off. <laughs> Good time to just like, <laughs> delete yeah. that just yeah, just I leave agree. it off and and look and some of these things we all know they won't grow back they you have to put <laughs> right. it back on in order right. for it to be a part of your life so yeah. anyway we want you to be a part of the show today 888-589-8840 i'll remind you as we make our way through the show what the topic is so that we can stick as close to it as possible okay will the great where do we go first all right let's go to timothy in mississippi hi timothy hello hey Yes, sir. I I would just like uh, Miss Sister Nikki to know that her uh, voice is like a trumpet in my ear. Amen. <laughs> God bless you. And I want I want to share my prayer and my hope of mm. the good news of uh, the Christ Jesus's saving, loving kindness mm. in this omnipresent today as it was before God created this earth and heavens. Mm. And that uh, that I know that Paul, when he was talking about fearing the Lord, he was talking about the reverential awe that we should have for his providential governance over our lives. Mm. Amen. Amen. And, and that... And that uh, the good news of the gospel is that uh, what Paul was teaching in Corinth, just like Jeremiah and Elijah were saying in the Old Testament to God's chosen kings over his chosen people was, hey, listen up. Mm-hmm. You best take God's deal because it'll be a no deal before you know it. Yeah. <laughs> judgment will be just and it will yes. transform us to seek his face mm-hmm. and fall on our knees and praise him. Amen. It's mm-hmm. so good. Thank you so Thank much, you, brother. We appreciate you calling in. What an encouragement. Mm. I'm thinking, listen, um, you know, there are things that we take for granted that the scriptures does not leave us ignorant um, regarding those things. When you talk about sounding the alarm and you talk about Paul being in Corinth and then later our brother Apollos will go to Corinth mm-hmm. and then you look at the two, <laughs> <laughs> man, you look at the two letters that that Paul wrote to the Corinthians. Um, look, well, all right. I say and that again. In many ways, you know, th- these were a messed up group of people, oh, the yeah. Corinthians. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. they, they were, they weren't very far from the Cretans. Yeah. And I don't mean that just only <laughs> yeah. geographically speaking. Yeah. I mean, just spiritually speaking, th- they were in a drought of any type of morality. Hey, you and, understand and what look, I'm saying? We can look at some, uh, you know, places even in our country that resemble, Come on. What we saw in, yep. in exactly Corinth right. and in Crete. 
You know? And here's what's encouraging. The gospel was potent then and it is potent now. Amen. And it does change hearts and lives. Amen. 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 So let's go back to the phone lines. Will the Great, where do we go next? All right, let's go to Becca in Kentucky. Hi, Becca. Hi, Mickey. Hi, Will. Hi. Thank you for having me. Hello. Um, hi. I, I, you guys have me hook, line, and sinker. <laughs> oh. So I love your passion. <laughs> I love I love the pure heart that I see. And I, I think God from heaven looking down and he searches for those who mm. are of a pure heart, who Amen. love him above all else. So that your, your ministry is amazing to me. And um, starting today, actually, a friend and I, it's her idea, and we're doing scriptures um, that begin with all 26 letters, like a scripture verse, and, you know, such and such, the word of the Lord came or something like that each day. And we're going to post it on Facebook mm-hmm. so that you're in there digging what scripture verse in the next day be, so a scripture verse that begins with B. So in keeping that positive tone, but I did want to say in all of this, and, and you'll bear witness with me, I know you guys will, will understand this, but I always feel like the judgment monger, and I don't want to be that person, but the, the Bible speaks of the days growing darker, darker and darker, and, and we're to be the light. And so we're here at a time mm-hmm. when, when we're to shine that light, and, 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 and more and more the darkness will encroach, and it will become more and more difficult. But I wonder, my big question is, are we a sheep or are we a goat? Because mm. we know that the division is taking place. Mm. And so it, King David said, you know, search me and try me. See if there be any wicked way in me, O oh Lord. It's the love of God, but it's mm-hmm. mingled with discipline, with law. It's mm. not just this watered-down thing. And, and Miki, before I go, I, I I wrote down every word of, of the, the message that you did a few months ago on the uh, J.D. Greer sermon and, and mm. the church being the mouthpiece mm. for the for the homosexual movement and all these things. I love your passion so, so much. I do believe you are my sister truly and that we are watchers. And I love you guys, and I appreciate you so much, okay? Thank and you. And everybody do those scripture verses. Oh, God bless you. Pain. Get an A verse, okay? All right. Thank you so much, Becca. We appreciate you. That's a great idea. Yeah, I love that. That idea. is so creative and that is so much fun. Oh man, that's great, Becca. And and let me just say this too. Um, you know, cuz I I heard I heard our sister say, "Man, you know, you don't want to be the person who's always talking about judgment and mm-hmm. you know, but we need that. We need that, right? We need we and do. because if we're all working together, um, you know, then we're not going to leave any of the rocks, you know, unturned or, or any of the leaves unturned. And so we need to make sure that we give an accurate picture of the character and the nature yeah. of God, because if yeah. you remove any one of God's attributes, then you're not talking about the Lord God most high. And so, yes, he is loving, but he is also just and his Amen. love and his justice are not in opposition to one another. Amen. Like they're not fighting and warring against one another. And so we can paint a picture of a loving and merciful God who is also just, who does mm. not clear the guilty. He does not clear the guilty. Amen. Now, the blessing for us is that, yes, though guilty, we have been forgiven because of what Jesus Christ has done. Mm-hmm. So we're not standing on our own merit. We're not standing on what we have done, but we are rather hidden in the Lord Jesus Christ, Christ. who took the penalty for our sin. Amen. We're hidden in Christ. He took the penalty of our sin on himself and praise God that we don't have to face his wrath. We don't have to face that. So 
Glory to God. Let's go back to the phone lines. Will the Great, where do we go? Let's go to Katina in Texas. Hi, Katina. Hi, how are y'all? Good, good. Doing doing good. Hello. Well, first, I would, I would like to say that I am Cajun. All so right. there's that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. Nothing has really changed for us out mm-hmm. here. We've just started the lockdown today. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm in a critical infrastructure, so I've got to keep working. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm in the chemical industry, and my husband's a police officer, so we both continue to work. Mm-hmm. The schools are closed, and so we're trying to do schooling after we get home. Mm-hmm. And we just really need prayer for everybody who's still working, still continuing you know, to the daily routine and trying to squeeze in all of the the corona-related things, you know. Um, so everybody really mm-hmm. needs a lot of prayer. Okay. Thank, yeah, thank yes, you so no, much, Yes, no, I Katina. agree. I agree. Yeah, definitely. And uh, Let me say this, and I'll, I'll give the— I'll give the phone lines again. Okay. Well, no, go ahead, Will the Great. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, you know, all those things make a difference. You have two people who are essential, you know, workers, and they have to be there. And so they have to find a way to to do the schooling and different things. So, all, man, all those things are, are adjustments. I know not a lot has changed with Katina, uh, but, you know, that's a change. And so you got to figure that stuff out. And there's a lot of people mm-hmm. that's dealing with those same type of things. Absolutely right. I'll give the number again. If you want to be a part of the conversation, let us know what is encouraging you in the scriptures. Let us know what you're doing with your family. How are you getting through these different days for many, if not all of us? Um, Here's the number 888-589-8840. 888-589-8840. Before we go back to the phone lines, let me just make a joke. Um, Just Katina mentioned homeschooling and and these different things that are kind of suddenly happening and homeschooling would be in that category. I have seen some really funny memes about um, new homeschooling parents. Mm. And, you know, I don't know how much of this we want to admit is true, but I have seen things like um, parents, you know, going out and scraping that my kid is on the honor roll from their van and saying no. <laughs> now all of a sudden, since they're homeschooled, it's like no. I saw another meme that said, you know, this homeschooling mom has put in for a transfer to get this student out of her class. <laughs> like, you know, the reality yeah. of life just. That's <laughs> funny. Sorry. That's funny. No, man. I saw one that said, you know, now, you know, prayer and spankings are back in school. Because, you know, people are <laughs> I didn't see that. I didn't see that. Now prayer oh, and spankings are back in school. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But let's, let's, do you think? Do you think? Go okay, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. you go. Go. Well, I was I was just wondering if now gum chewing is back in school, too. Mm, like, I mean, I don't know. There's don't know. gum chewing was never in school. Right. You could always get in <laughs> right, trouble for that. So. Right. Right. Anyway, where do we go next? Will the Great. All right, let's go to Rose Marie in Oklahoma. Hi, Rose Marie. Hello. Hello. I just uh, I just want to say that I I'm, when I get down, I I clean my house. Get I get I start cleaning and I start doing things. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and, and when I want to really boost my morale, or you might want to say, uh, I I I uh, I sing. I sing songs. Mm. Then I uh, mm. I got some stuffed animals that I had a whole long, a long time, and I washed them up, made them nice, and they look like brand new, and I'm going to give them to kids. Wow. 
That's awesome. That's wonderful. Gonna, that is wonderful. And I'm gonna. And I, 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 uh, I lost my husband last week, the day before my birthday. Mm-hmm. But I'm holding up as best I can, and I need you whenever you have your prayer time. I don't want to take all your time. Just whenever mm-hmm. you have your your prayer time, I want to put. I want to be on your list, if you please. Yes. Yes. Oh, definitely. yes, I ma'am. I just want to be on your prayer list. I don't want to take, you know, nothing like that. I just want to be on your prayer list. Okay. And I think oh, I, I my sing dear a song. sister. I'm not. I'm not going to sing, but I mean, I can, but I won't. The name of the song is "The Sun's Coming Up in the Morning," mm. and that's what I say about this whole thing. Mm-hmm. The sun's coming up in the morning, and Jesus mm-hmm. is going to help us, make us better, Amen. make everything better. Amen. So Thank. I just thank the Lord for this day. I thank the Lord for you guys. I like to listen to y'all's comments and stuff. Can I can I tell a joke? Yeah, go ahead. Yes, I, absolutely. I promise, I promise, I promise. I promise, I promise. It ain't nasty or ugly. Okay, okay well, good. <laughs> I didn't think so. Why did, why, did, why did the apple turn red? Why did the apple turn red? I don't know. Well, I don't know. Right. Okay. Now, I promise it's not ugly, okay? I promise. Okay. He saw the salad dressing. He saw the sound of the- Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you, Rosemary. Rosemary. <laughs> God bless That's you. That's funny. Thank you. <laughs> That's funny. Look, Rosemary, let me tell you something. Um Hey, Miki, are you there? Sorry. I'm here. I'm okay, here. Did you miss, did you yeah, miss my comment? You okay. <laughs> well, I just wanted to thank Rosemary for, for calling and, um, and and to let her know that we will be praying for oh, her. Yeah, the definitely, Holy Spirit definitely. will remind us of her and um, probably use this joke to remind yes, us um, can remember. to pray <laughs> to pray for her. <laughs> and uh, I just also wanted to say that I'm so sorry for her loss. You yeah, know, grief is definitely. such a, a painful emotion for us to walk through. It yeah. is such a painful emotion and it's one of those um one of those things that makes you grateful that we serve the great high priest the lord jesus christ who really understands and identifies with the suffering of his people and grief is suffering and it's and i just will say um and then we'll move on to the to our next calls but um grief is one of those things that you you wish you long for um, the ability to be able to abbreviate the pain. Mm. You wish you could just get over it. You wish you could just feel better. But it is one of those things that we have to walk through. And, um, you know, if in no other circumstance, we learn how to lean on the Lord for our emotional support, right? Yeah. When we're suffering immense grief. So Amen. anyway, God bless you, Rosemary. And great to hear your humor, even as you yourself are grieving. Will the Great, where do we go next? All right, let's go to Merle in Houston, Texas. Hi, Merle. Hi, Will and Mickey. I follow you all the time. I love your show. God bless you. Um, My words of encouragement is that this is the time of rediscovery. Mm. You rediscover who God is in your life. Mm. You rediscover his words. You know, in January, just like that, um, I was on vacation and the Lord just put it in my spirit to read the Bible. Mm-hmm. from cover to cover so i started reading it um in 90 days oh my gosh it mm. was it is still tough i still have six days left wow but the things that i rediscover you know in the bible 
it's hey just, Merle, let me let me do this. Like we this. Merle, hold on one second. We have to go to a break, but mm-hmm. stay. Well, hold on, uh-huh. hold on. We'll be back. Erin okay. Addison. All right. Welcome back to Aaron the Addison's on American Family Radio. It's the Friday edition. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. And that's EGR, product of grace. Product of grace. Yes, we are. Yes. Praise God. 888-589-8840. You can be a part of this gumbo show if you want. 888-589-8840. We're going to go immediately back to our sister Merle, who was encouraging us that during this time, we should seek to rediscover the Lord. And uh, we had to cut in because of the break. But Merle, I want to let you pick up with where we left off. Yeah. Um, In my personal life, you know, I have um, rediscovered several different ministers who minister to me, several different pastors like uh, Tony Evans. Um, His word, it it just resonates with you. You know, Mm -hmm. he he isn't afraid to speak the truth in such a time like this. You Mm -hmm. know, we have pastors who like to please the the congregation. Come on. Right says what he needs to see for people to understand what is going on. Mm-hmm. And um, so we do that, you know, we, we, look at, we look at the word, we pray for our leaders, we sing songs mm-hmm. of encouragement, mm-hmm. not always looking at gloom and doom. Mm-hmm. You That's know, right. the media will tell us, the media will tell us how many people are infected, but mm. they never tell us how many people recovered. Mm-hmm. They That's tell you right. How many died, mm. you know. And so, we, you know, people just have to get educated for themselves and mm-hmm. start looking for the truth. And the truth only comes from Jesus Christ. Amen, Amen. Merle. God Amen. bless you. Thank that you was so wonderful. Much. You know, our sister is making such a grand point, and it's one that we made early on. But we didn't go back to it. And and, excuse me, maybe we need to do that. But we do have recovery. We do have people who are healing, who are on the men, who are coming out of uh, coronavirus. And so I think that that is that's something important to talk about. Mm -hmm. Um, But again, it's not something that those with a vested interest in keeping us afraid, um, not something (laughs) that they're going to share with us. Exactly. And, um, you know, they do have a vested interest in keeping us afraid, guys. I, I know you know that. So, yeah. Anyway, thank you so much, Merle. We appreciate you. Will the Great, we're next. Uh, We're going to go to Karen in Mississippi. But for those who wanted to know why the apple turned red, it's because uh, she saw the salad dressing. Okay. Or it saw the salad dressing. It saw the, yeah, salad dressing. That was the joke from Rosemary. Let me tell the jokes, Will the Great. You you let me. You let me. It had the same effect. Anyway, (laughs) let's go to Karen in Mississippi. Hi, Karen. (laughs) Hey, how y'all doing? Doing good. Hey, Karen. Oh, great. We really enjoy. I really enjoy your show. Thank you. Uh, and I just wanted to share this tidbit that somebody had passed to me, and to help put our focus back on Christ. Um, you know, they're saying to wash your hands for twenty, at least twenty seconds. And somebody mm-hmm. said to, to sing the doxology mm. or to say the Lord's Prayer. Mm, that's very good. 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 And both of them are about twenty seconds long. Great idea. That's great. Yeah. Karen, I'm so tempted That's to awesome. put you on the spot and ask you to sing the doxology. I'm not going to do it. 
Not going to do it. Just joking. <laughs> Just joking. It's a Friday edition. Um, but no, I think that's great. I yeah. think that is excellent. I know that there are some secular outlets that are giving you some secular songs to sing. Right. But what better way to use your time than exalting the Lord? Amen. Right. And and lifting up the, the name of the Lord as you're Amen. washing your hands. Amen. Look, I got to tell you, I continue to go back to this and... Um, <clears throat> I'm going to keep going back to it. Sure you will. I am I I am so <laughs> glad that hand washing has become like the new thing. Yeah, like, it's the new I, normal. I mean, man, I, I look. And like I, President I, Trump said, I think it's going to continue on beyond. Yeah. <laughs> which is a good thing. That's I, a good thing I that came out of people washing their hands. He's not wrong. And social distancing. As an, yeah. intro, as an introvert, I love that. No. I've seen some of you <laughs> introverts post. No. I'm you know, just... <laughs> some of our listeners are introverts. Some of our listeners are people who can do without people for, for long periods of time and you're like hey guys <laughs> i'm glad y'all showed up to the party like we've but been you doing know this for, for, years. <laughs> for all of our extroverts out there you know myself uh, included it takes a lot of restraint to not <laughs> hug people it takes a lot of restraint like to not like hold hands when you pray and things just the things that we normally do yeah. for an extrovert you're like i don't even know how to I say mean, bye to you without hugging you <laughs> Like what? How do I put a punctuation mark on our talk? <laughs> and it's just really difficult. But you introverts, you're like, man, we're built for this. We got yeah, it. We got we're going to help you guys get through. Oh, All yeah. right, where do we go next? Let's go to Cynthia in Houston, Texas. Hi, Cynthia. Hello, 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 hello. Yes, 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 yes. Hey, I've been trying to get in all week. Hey, you all, uh, I love you, I love you, I love you. Thank Y'all are one of Elijah's four thousands to me. You know, oh, God bless said, you. Is there anybody else left? Hey, look, I'm going to be real quick. I'm going to try. I just have three three points, and I'm going to get off the phone. Number one, <laughs> the joy of the Lord is our strength. Amen. Okay, Amen. Wait, wait, wait. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Okay, that's the encouragement. The second thing, you said something, Miki, yesterday or day before, and it was about the pro-abortion, and it made me think about it. You said something that they're complaining about, you know, life when they're living. And it made me wonder, does it mean that the people that are pro-abortion, does the, are they maybe a little bit wishing that maybe their parents had aborted them? Maybe their life is not maybe mm. as happy as they want it? Mm. That's one point. And then the next one is like, this is this guy on YouTube that's going around. He went to New Orleans. Mm-hmm. He went to Las Vegas, Atlanta, and he walked the streets proclaiming Jesus. I and saw he that. Said, God did this. He said, only God could have emptied your streets. <laughs> see, we don't, you know, we see as, okay, we're not able to be in and everything, but, you know, this is the revival we've been praying for. This is what happens with revival. All the sin, you know, people get convicted, and then they can't do what they're doing again. And so we see this plus is a plus that everybody's being able to go back and put priorities, spending time with their families and things. And the last thing is I just want people to just go. They get a chance to look up Events 201 Pandemic. It's something they did a study in November which was kind of like what they did was playing out right now. That's it. Mm. I'm going to get off. Love you all. Okay. You did it. God right, bless you, Cynthia. Cynthia. Man, she did that. It was yeah, like, you it's did like it. a three-point sermon. I wasn't sure she could do it, though, because whenever a person starts, like if they start off and they, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, look, I got three points, two illustrations. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, Cynthia, we're going to have to schedule you as a guest. I don't know. I don't know if we're going to be. No, but you did it. And I and I want to congratulate you. Yeah. Let me say something to the point that our sister made, which that was actually four points, but it's okay. It's because I take notes when I listen. Um, so the third point that you made was about revival and about the clearing out of some streets that we would have never imagined mm. to be cleared out. 
And you look at some of our cities, some of the cities that are really, um, you know, just sort of known for open rebellion against God. I mean, that's the reason that they have their commerce. That's that's what their economy is. It's yeah. rebellion against God. It's immorality. And, and you know, there's some cities that come to mind, I think, that we can think of right. when I say this. Let me encourage believers, and I think that Cynthia wouldn't mind me adding to what she's saying. Um, let's not assume that in the absence of this immoral activity that all of a sudden goodness reigns. Mm. So what we should do is in the absence of this immoral activity, we should fill the vacuum with prayer. Amen. We should fill the vacuum with intercession, fill the vacuum with exalting and lifting up the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and not just assume that where there's no visible activity, everything is well, mm-hmm. right? That's let good. the let the believers rush in with the solution, and we know what that is. So, Amen. all right, well, the great, we're next. Let's go to Roxana in Arkansas. Hi, Roxana. Hi. Hello. Hello. I'm part of the gumbo. Yay. Yay. <laughs> I really love your show, and um, I love when I'm able to catch it. Um, and just real quickly, we I listened to your show a couple weeks ago where you'd lost your sister, and it really touched my heart. I listened to it like three times, and mm-hmm. it just meant so much to me. And, I, you know, thank you so much for sharing. I know that had to be hard, too. So, um, and to my point... Um, I have 17-year-old twins Hmm. at home, Mm -hmm. and uh, they've been home for a a couple of weeks, and uh, just want to say we've had to learn that we need to allow them a little extra grace, and they've also (laughs) been uh, learning to do the same. Things get really tense, and uh, they miss their friends. They were so busy, Mm. too busy, one might say, Mm -hmm. and... uh, We've had to adjust a whole lot. Um, praise the Lord, we've been able to listen to some sermons together uh, from Good. our church, from uh, other churches online as a family, and we've prayed together a lot more than ever, and thank God for, for that and their heart. They've been doing their own Bible studies, some extra as well, and um, praise the Lord for the good things we're seeing come from it, and uh our new normal might not look like it used to look. You know, we, mm-hmm. we might have a new normal when, things, when this passes, and we praise the Lord for that as well. So, oh. And I've also, a lot, a lot of friends are encouraging Psalms 91, and I mm-hmm. think uh, we're going to do some reading of that this evening. So, Amen. That uh, is so good. Roxana, I'm just curious. Your 17-year-old twins, are they girls or boys? Yes, one of each. <laughs> okay. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> Awesome. Yep, yep. They're a lot of fun. They do a lot of band, choir, theater, very dramatic. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, uh, my goodness. Dessert. And uh, so our, I mean, our schedule went from jam-packed to nothing, and it's just really weird. Wow. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah. yeah. That's so, Man, that's really interesting, yeah. Roxana. Thank you so much Thank for sharing you. that with us. I really do appreciate it. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to hear Roxana say, you know, our new normal um, may continue after everything gets back, you know, mm-hmm. to the way it was before. Like, you know, this new normal of being connected and having everything slow down. Yeah. Um, that's not that's not necessarily a bad thing. You yeah. know, it's no, not it's necessarily not. bad to to slow down yeah. and to to focus on building up the family in that way. Can I say one thing before Mm -hmm. we go back to the phone lines here? Um, You and I were talking about the, the things that, you know, we associate with the family sort of like the the family structure 
seem to be the things that are most attacked in our culture and yep. even like the butt of jokes. Remember yeah. we were talking about this last yeah. night? Yeah. And um some of the funniest jokes and and you know, and I laugh at them myself. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong here. I don't wanna I'm not on a horse here. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. But when you take a step back, you have to ask yourself a question. Why is the family structure under such attack and why is it normal in our culture for the family structure to be dissolved and broken down? You know, Mm -hmm. like, why is it normal? And so think about it. For example, I'll just say for for Will the Great and I, we have, since we were married, worked together. Mm -hmm. We have always worked together. (laughs) And so we like it. We like working together. We like each other. We enjoy each other's company. But one of the things that we heard from the beginning, like, you know, was, oh, my goodness, you y'all work together. <laughs> and people like Christians would say, yeah. you know, I could not work could with not my spouse. Right. Yeah. And we just didn't really understand it. I mean, I we understand understand what they were saying, but like, right. why? Because we because we were doing it. You know, we were missionaries together, work here at AF, AFA together. And yeah. so that's all we we've known. But and we prefer that, right? Yeah. And so but then the other thing is you think about children. Oh. The the jokes are we can't be around our kids. We we're always looking for reasons and I say we meaning the family, right? You're looking yeah. for reasons to kind of get your kids out of the house or to get them away from you or oh you're probably losing your mind having all your kids and you know <laughs> When you take a step back, you think of this as like sort of the basic foundation of any society, the family. Mm -hmm. So husbands and wives should be able to be quarantined together. (laughs) Right. Without it being like It should not make news headlines, (laughs) right? Like we should not, because somebody said, somebody said in some of these really bad cities that, you know, crime has gone down. Mm -hmm. And then they, you know, they say, but now this raises another question. Will there be like domestic situations that will rise? (laughs) No. Why do we need to think that? Like husbands and wives. I'm looking at you, Brenda. I'm looking at you, Bob. Y'all should be able to Brenda and Bob. You should be able to be in the house together. Okay. And then all of your little Brendaettes and Bobettes, y'all all can be in the house together without <laughs> being at each other's necks. All right, Will the Great, where do we go? All right, let's go to Darlene in Louisiana. Hi, Darlene. Hi, how y'all doing? doing Hello. Good. good. We really thank God for your show and just for the inspiration and the information every day. And oh, um, God bless you. My dad and I, I'm a caregiver. He's 83, mm. and wow. I'm in a commuter's marriage. So we've been spending this time... Um, my husband and I reading a book that God had given us um, last year called Prayers for Married Couples. Mm. So mm-hmm. we was just praying these um, prayers that God had given um, to me to write two books last year. And every day we spend um, devotional time with that. And then my dad, who is 83, we get up in the morning and we walk and talk with God. And we oh call out goodness. the names on the prayer list from our churches. And um, I serve three congregations in Sugarcane, Capital, Generate, Louisiana. Generate. And, <laughs> yeah. and um, so we have fun. My dad is 83. He's still real competitive. And so we walk and call out the names of the sick and shut in. And then um, I thought about uh, my mom. Um, she passed like a year ago, but she used to every week I would get a letter from her. And so we've been using the number of grace, which is five, mm-hmm. and going to the uh, mailbox and putting in letters to um, people, just sending them a letter or a postcard to just encourage them. Wow. Oh, that's awesome. so good. 
Yeah, so those are the things. So, you know, when they go to their mailbox, you know, they'll get a letter just saying, we care about you. We're holding you in prayer. And, um, you know, just staying on, on the positive and caring about God's people. Amen. And then when I do go to the store, to the business, just passing out um, Psalms 91, mm. to the normally to the um, supervisor and just telling them if they'd like to make copies for their staff and That's pass awesome. out Psalms 91. Darlene, Thank that is so great. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. What an encouragement. Awesome. I got to tell you, I'm so happy to hear about your 83-year-old dad Man. who's out walking and praying with you and I'm calling out you. the names of believers. Man, this is... Still in it. That that is so encouraging. So look 25, look 41, look 36, get out there and walk and pray. (laughs) All right, until Monday, Lord willing. God bless.